Welcome to the Research Podcast. I'm Alicia Gregory, Director of Research Communications at the University of Kentucky. June is Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month, and today we'll highlight the Backstetter Lab in the UK Spinal Cord and Brain Injury Research Center. In this podcast, we will meet Assistant Professor Adam Backstetter and postdoc Danielle Lyons. They study how glial cells interact with neurons to support brain health. My name is Adam Backstetter. I'm an assistant professor in the Spinal Cord and Brain Injury Research Center at the University of Kentucky, and I run my own lab, so it's the Backstetter Lab. My dad was a carpenter. There wasn't really anybody in my family who were a scientist or doctor, so I didn't really have a lot of influence of any role models that I could think of. So science wasn't something that was actually in my original plan. As a kid, I actually wanted to go into the FBI. I was really, still am obsessed with, you know, TV law shows and and I think the FBI was something that I thought would be really fun to do. And I was, uh, I was really into mixed martial arts at the time. So I thought, that, oh, this is a way I can you know, use my skills. And I went to college in Columbus, Ohio at Capital University. It's a small liberal arts college. As an undergrad, I um, was in a psychology program because I was pre-law. And I went to work in a neuroscience lab as an internship. And it was just that was the experience that sort of you know, sparked my interest. And I was studying neurons and looking at really is one of the classic ways to look at neurons, which is the, the Golgi stain, which is how the neuronal doctrine was really established. And just being able to see the neurons and just looking at them was just such a beautiful experience and it kind of really just got me excited about it and that was, that was the end. And then I did my graduate work at the University of South Florida and then I started my postdoctoral work at Northwestern University and then moved here to the University of Kentucky and finished some postdoctoral work. I'm Danielle Lyons. I work in Adam Backstetter's lab as a postdoctoral scholar at the Spinal Cord and Brain Injury Research Center at the University of Kentucky. I grew up in Simpsonville, Kentucky, which is an hour from Lexington, so I'm homegrown Kentucky bred girl. When it was kind of a decision on where to go to college and graduate school, University of Kentucky was a no-brainer. My mom was an accountant for a while, and then she left and became a realtor, kind of while being a stay-at-home mom, so she's awesome. And then my dad works at the Toyota plant in Georgetown, Kentucky. I wanted to be everything, which is still kind of my problem. So anything that was trying to change the world, and I know that's very corny, but that's true. You can't always pinpoint it to like one person that determines, you know, what inspires you. But I think for me, like it was all of these little steps that I just attribute to the Lord, like leading me um, to science. And he used many people to do that. I mean, there was a high school teacher that saw like my love for science, you know, in my junior year and just gave me this project and I kind of ran with it. And then when I was in college, I was working in two labs and I loved both. One was science and then one was psychology. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. Why I chose to actually become a scientist and study neuroscience was my mom. And she has a very distinctive disease called trigeminal neuropathic pain, trigeminal neuralgia. And there's not very good treatment for it. And that was kind of when I was like, you know what, I'm going to go in and I'm going to try to do something. And when you go in, you think you're going to like cure everything, but you realize like you can't do everything, but you can do a small part. And that small part can help someone else do a small part and someone else do a small part. And then it just builds on each other. And that's the magic of science. Being my own PI, it's really great being able to mentor students and working and interacting with the team and being able to have them interact with other colleagues that I have and kind of teach them new techniques and allow them to explore 
and grow as a scientist themselves, which is really what I'm here for more, is to really help them grow. I'm still at the beginning stages of my career, so I'm lucky that I'm able to both get into the lab a little bit more than maybe I'll be able to later. A lot of days are spent writing and reviewing papers and kind of directing my my postdoc and other members of the lab and helping them design their experiments. It's more of I'm here to help facilitate them to design how they're going to conduct their experiments and kind of teach them how those experiments should run. I, I really, well, I really like Adam. I really like working with him. I love the spinal cord and brain injury center. That's actually one of the things I love most about science because uh, no day looks the same. So one day we'll be doing isolating microglial cells from mice and we'll be looking at flow cytometry data, like staining the cells. Another day we'll be doing um, MRIs, which is kind of where we're at right now, looking at different types of MRI sequences and collaborating with another lab to do that, along with the MRI spectroscopy core here and determining like what can we measure after a traumatic brain injury. And so every, I mean, every day is just different. Most challenging aspect of research is when you really have been working on an idea for a while and you, you have a strong feeling that it will work, but you just can't figure out what is the step that is making it not. And you just, it, it, so it's most challenging and also the most exciting. You saw my postdoc came in today and she's like, aha, I finally worked today. And that's what, that's really exciting. We were just working on a project where we couldn't figure out this protocol and you all kind of came in like right when we like we figured it out and it's exciting but like you just you work 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 and you and you try really hard and then if it doesn't work out exactly the way that I want it to work out that's hard so you have to handle defeat and then you just have to persevere knowing that one day well there is a moment and you don't get it all the time but when you find something out that no one else knows and so for a split second, like you are the only person in the world that knows that. Um, and so that's just, that's just a revelation and it's just it's special, it's a special moment. We're really interested in how cells other than the neurons, so the glial cells and this immune cell called the microglia, interact with neurons to contribute to the development of diseases, particularly age-related diseases like Alzheimer's disease. And um, we're working on how traumatic brain injury might alter those cells in some way, either damage the cell or cause a recruitment in the case of uh, the microglia or macrophage to the brain, and that those cells may contribute to the development of disease progression for Alzheimer's disease or make it so that you're at a greater risk for developing um, Alzheimer's disease or other age-related um, neurodegenerative diseases. So the project that we're working on right now is um, our, the whole lab is based upon looking at neuroinflammation after traumatic brain injury. So the one project that I'm really kind of interested in is actually what happens after a traumatic brain injury and how can we look at that in MRIs. So using those different sequences and so how can we measure cerebral blood flow? How can we measure astrocytic growth and the variscosities? How can you look at um, edema? And you can, and using MRIs and other confocal techniques, you can kind of look and determine what is happening, what time points are important, and then future, I mean, hopefully maybe some drugs can help those issues. I think the future of our science is we're at the very early stages of understanding how glial cells become dysfunctional, what makes them not healthy. And if we can figure out what are the processes, what are the signaling, what's the biochemistry of this 
then we can start to develop ways to modify or target those processes to develop drugs that could potentially treat people who've had a traumatic brain injury or people who are at risk for developing a neurodegenerative disease like Alzheimer's disease. Well, I love the University of Kentucky just in general. It's just home to me. I love that I feel like I can go into multiple people's labs and ask them for help on understanding a protocol or understanding a new area and understanding how to work a machine and they'll help me. UK's environment is just incredibly collaborative. It's just a great place to work. So many colleagues are always helping each other and working together and having that support and that team and that environment, just everybody being family, is just makes it a great place to be and very productive place to be. Thank you for listening to The Research Podcast. To subscribe to our podcasts on SoundCloud or iTunes, search University of Kentucky Research Media and visit our site, reveal.uky.edu.